0: To English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit English in 10 Minutes.com. Today, I have a very special guest with me, my mother, Mariam. Mom, welcome. Thank you, Nate. And what we're talking about today is when you took a trip to Europe in 1969 as a 21-year-old, so almost 50 years ago this year, 50 years ago next year it will be. And so the first thing I wanted to ask you was that in my generation, it's quite common for young Australians to travel to Europe if they can, to see a little bit of the world. In your generation, I imagine it must have been less common.
1: It was less common, but more common amongst um, close to 30-year-olds.
0: Okay, but you went at 21. Yes. Yes. And so that, you were quite young when you did it.
1: Very, very young. But I did have a book, Europe on $5 a day.
0: <coughs> Five, I think these days they have $100 a day <laughs> or, or something like that. And do you think, because you had European parents, because both your parents were Dutch, do you think that gave you more of the, the idea that you wanted to go to Europe? Absolutely. No doubts. And so they talked about it a lot, and so that gave you a bit of inspiration?
1: No, they didn't talk about it a lot but they were different from my friend's parents. And I just wanted to see where they lived.
0: Okay, and so you went with a friend of yours? Yes, she was a Maltese
1: work, co-worker.
0: Okay, and you traveled by boat, didn't you? Yes, it took four weeks.
1: Um, and it was a long trip, but I flew back. It was too long.
0: Yeah, it's funny that now it's about 24 hours in the air from Sydney, let's say, to London and everybody complains about that, but four weeks on a boat, Mum.
1: Yes, yes, it was... uh, We did have plenty of stops, but um, certainly not enough.
0: And Uh, what was the route exactly?
1: We went from Sydney to... I'm trying to remember here now. Uh, I know we crossed over to the Americas. We went to Acapulco. Then we crossed the um, Panama, Canal. Panama Canal, which was um, interesting. Then we must have stopped elsewhere before we got to London. And I cannot remember. <laughs> Long time ago.
0: <laughs> so you had this book, Europe on $5 a day. But, I mean, was that all that you did in terms of planning or did you have people to see, relatives or anything like that?
1: Yes, I'd organised to see my grandparents. One set of grandparents
0: were still alive
1: in Holland. And Joan, the girl I went with, she had um, a relative in London who gave us his house and he went to live with his sister. Oh, that's very nice. Yes. The house didn't have a bathroom. We showered outside. Wow. Or there was a bathhouse... um, Oh, a walk away, probably a 10-minute walk away, which we used regularly for, um, what was it, Um, 15 shillings.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so these grandparents, were they on your mother's side or your father's side? My mother's side. And had they ever come to Australia? Had you met them before?
1: I had met uh, my grandmother. She came in um, about 62 and she was very strict um, she and my mother didn't get on that well, uh, but yeah, so that was it. That was my, oh, actually when we lived in Indonesia, I would have had a lot to do with them, um, but I don't remember that. And when I was born in Holland, I would have met them a bit too, but I don't recall that.
0: Okay. And so when you went to Holland, as you said, this was something that you wanted to do to see where your parents were from and yes. where your family was from. And so what were your impressions of it?
1: Um, Holland was very civilized. It was a pretty country. I liked it. I loved the tulips. Um, it was great.
0: Were you there at the in springtime when they yes. when the tulips yes. are all out?
1: Yes, okay. it was. It was a beautiful time. It, closer to summer, yes, but yeah. it was nice.
0: One of the things that you always tell us about this trip as a whole is that you went to Prague, which was in Czechoslovakia at the time. So this was in 1969, one year after they had a student uprising which was crushed by the Soviet-backed government. And that made a big impression on you, right?
1: Absolutely. We're on the Charles Bridge and it was obvious that Joan and I weren't um, Czech people and a couple of their students came up and chatted to us. But whilst they were chatting to us, they were looking. They kept, they were looking at our faces and then they'd look to see who was watching them speak to foreigners. They were so careful, but they wanted to get a foreigner's point of view. And that really struck me. They were scared.
0: And it's interesting that you even went there or that you could even go there at the time. Even when I went there for the first time, I needed a visa. So you must have needed.
1: Oh, I had a visa. We all had visas, Mm -hmm. yes. And that wasn't a problem. But, And it was not the Prague I saw five years ago. It was dirty, but
0: interesting. Okay, so yeah, you then went back later on, much, much later on. And so you saw a lot of changes.
1: Mm. Huge, huge. Um, The people were friendly. There was, yes, the Russians had gone, no props.
0: Okay, and so from the original trip in 1969, what are the other places that you remember particularly? Or that- well,
1: I do have to mention that when we were in London, the moon landing occurred. Okay. And the house we were staying in had a TV. So we watched the moon landing um, on the TV. That was fairly significant.
0: And do you remember in the UK where people... Fascinated oh, by this, absolutely,
1: absolutely, and at that stage, there was no, oh, this isn't real; it was staged. Everyone believed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, yeah. The streets were talking about it.
0: And London's another place that you've been back to quite a few times, more recently. So, mm-hmm. what are the changes that you've noticed there? Well,
1: in the city of London, um, not much, not much. Um, they've kept all the important buildings. Um, where we stayed, it's it's now, it, it was a bit of a slum at the time. Now it's considered um, upmarket. And it still rains as much as it always has. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, some things never change. Uh, yes. Some things never change. Um, and so how did you travel around, by train?
1: No, we, we did a little Contiki um, bus trip and and i think there were 12 of us on the it was a small bus and that was fabulous absolutely fabulous there were a canadian couple a lot of australians and an english couple
0: mm. okay so it was kentucky then like it is now where it's young people partying yes the the young
1: australian guys who were with us um drank a lot partied a lot but not the majority of us um Joan and I were probably the youngest, but yes, yes. And on this, I don't know what Kentucky does now or if they still travel now, but we were each given um, a night to cook. Okay. Yes, and uh, I remember the um, English couple, they cooked the most boring meal the whole time. They cooked sausages and mash and peas. <laughs> well,
0: that's classical yes. English food, Technical right?
1: typical English, yes.
0: And you also went to Italy?
1: Loved Italy. That's where I fell in love with Rome. Rome, Italy was my favourite
0: country, still is. That's amazing because that's exactly what happened to me when I also went yes. to Europe for the first time and you visit a lot of different countries, but certain ones stay with you or, or just um, you just have a special feeling with them and that happened to you with Italy and to me with Italy.
1: Yes, loved it. Loved the, the buildings. Um, I had never seen so many... Um, medieval buildings and earlier. It was fascinating. The whole experience was fantastic.
0: Okay, and so how long did it last
1: overall? The, The trip lasted six weeks. Yeah, six weeks.
0: Okay, well, thank you very much for telling us about it. My pleasure, Nick. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit Englishin10minutes.com.